This is the Austin Life Church podcast. For more information, please visit us at austinlifechurch.com. Well, hello there, everybody. Uh, Mike Mobley here. I'm one of the pastors at Austin Life Church. Wanted to talk to you today about life in community. That's one of the values we have here. Uh, We have five values that kind of undergird everything that we're about as a church, about leading people to life in Jesus. Uh, We have life through the gospel, life of worship, life in community, life of service, and life on mission. And today, just wanted to share with you briefly about community, kind of what biblical community is and how we want to live that out as a church. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Gladiator or not, but in that movie, there's a Roman general played by Russell Crowe. His name is Maximus Decimus Meridius, pretty much the coolest name ever. And he gets betrayed near the beginning of the movie, captured um, as a slave, and he has to kind of battle and combat with the other slaves at the Roman Colosseum, pretty much under impossible odds. They, they basically have no shot at who they're going to battle because it's a form of entertainment for the people to watch these things take place. And there's a moment that right before the gate opens up and him and his slaves, they're about to face these impossible odds. You basically get the feeling they're, they're probably going to die soon. He tells his team, he says, whatever comes out of these gates, we have a better chance of survival if we work together. And if we work together we survive. And then after that, as multiple times during the battle, they some of the guys hold their position. Other ones try to go do things by themselves. They kind of isolate themselves from the group. And then they, they get picked off one by one. And then you see the ones that stay together, they kind of become an unstoppable force and end up defeating the enemy. So I know that's a random movie reference. So why make that reference? Well, We see all the way back in Genesis that God has hardwired us for relationships and for community. We can't live out our purpose or fulfill the tasks that God has created for us to do in isolation. And then we can't go our own route, um, but we need to stick together. Genesis 2.18 says, Then the Lord God said, It is not good that the man should be alone. I will make him a helper fit for him. We believe that wasn't just a reference towards marriage, but rather a picture of community. That just the fact, again, we're hardwired for relationships, not to just be alone. So that's how we define life in community. The way we define it is when we selflessly commit to loving and building one another up in Christ. I'm going to say that again. Life in community is when we selflessly commit to loving and building one another up in Christ. Hebrews 10, 24 through 25 says, let's consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day drawing near. It's so easy for us to neglect meeting together. And it's there's such a draw for us to live our lives in isolation, right? People are messy. Relationships are messy. I think there's something inside of us that tells us things could be easier if we could just kind of do it ourselves, if we were in control. Um, but we, the problem is we buy into this lie. It's very deceiving. We buy into this every day. And then when we aren't in the habit of meeting together, it, it becomes easier and easier and easier to stay alone 
And then likewise, it makes it that much harder to get going in community. It's different. It's challenging. Um, it requires sacrifice, right? But we're called to meet together regularly and stir one another up to love and good works, as it says in Hebrews. And so I think sometimes when you ask, when you think, what is community, right? I think we chalk it up to, you know, some of your, some of my closest friends, you know, who are a couple people I know, and that's my community. But we miss the bigger picture of what biblical community really is and why it's so important. So I want to give three reasons why we have community. Uh, number one, we're created for a community. So going back to Genesis again, it's not good for us to be alone and we weren't created to live lives of isolation. God has actually hardwired us for community with others and with himself, right? So number one, we're created for community. Number two, community is for our own benefit in building up of others. Ephesians 4, 15 through 16 says, but speaking the truth in love, let us grow in every way into him who is the head, which is Christ. From him, the whole body fitted and knit together by every supporting ligament promotes the growth of the body for building up itself in love by the proper working of each individual part. Proverbs 27, 17 says, just as iron sharpens iron, one man sharpens another. We need each other. Frankly, we all have blind spots and we need each other to help us along the way to help call us out, you know, when we go off the rails and we constantly need each other to remind us of the gospel of what Jesus has done for us. So that was number two, community is for our own benefit and building up of others. Number three, community is for those outside the church. John 13, 35 says, By this all people will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. When the world looks on and sees the church's love for one another, people can't help but want to, they want more of that, right? It's attractive. When they see our love for each other, they want that real thing in their lives. And when we love one another, we're demonstrating to the world that we are his disciples, right? It speaks volumes to people regardless of where they come from or what they believe in. So if you just kind of visually think about this for a second, think of biblical community like a triangle, right? And uh, think of the three corners of a triangle. The top triangle, think of that just, you know, being up, the word up. And then uh, one of the sides being the word in and one of the sides being the word out. So up, in, and out. So if you think about that up, you know, we're created for a community, for community with others and with God. So our relationship with God in we're created communities for our own benefit and building up of others. Right. So that's inside the church as we spur one another on and out communities for those outside the church. So biblical community needs all three pieces. We need up, in, and out to define biblical community. Otherwise, it might be an expression of community, but not necessarily a biblical one. Jesus gave this example multiple times, and one of them is found in Mark 2. In Mark 2, he calls Levi, the tax collector, to follow him. And then we find Jesus at Levi's house with other sinners, right? They're reclining at the table, they're eating and drinking. And the Pharisees condemned him, questioning why he would eat and drink with sinners. And Jesus earned the reputation in Scripture as a glutton and a drunkard. Just think about that just for a, just for a second. 
he was called a glutton and drunkard. Sometimes we look over that. But if that's what he was called, that was the reputation he earned with other people. That would mean Jesus would be eating and drinking with a lot of people all the time. Right? Jesus lived his life in such a way there was always an open seat at the table of community and love. And he spent time with people all the time. As a church, we want to be about the same things that Jesus was about. We want to be a people who always have an open seat at the table for others. That's why it's important for everyone to be in a community group. And that's why one of our main values is life and community. And so I'll leave you with this. Just one last thing here. Think about this. If Jesus didn't have an open seat at the table mindset, then we wouldn't have even had a spot. We're, we're the outsiders, right? And we're the sinners. And Jesus welcomed us to his table. Thanks for tuning in to the Austin Life Church Podcast. To help support us, please take a second to rate and review us on iTunes and visit us at austinlifechurch.com.